CNN ain't see none of my friends. Swag gave me the blues. They never walked in my shoes. They want us living in fear. It ain't what I'm trying to hear. Switched it over to Fox. Kept clicking. I barely stopped. New guests on NBC. No one that represent me. So I got tired of waiting. Said master debate. Give me some headlines. It must be past bedtime. Sleeping on me still like I ain't vitamin D for real. Rep your city. Play devil's advocate. Wayne Brady gon' have to sack a bit. Tell me something good. A recipe for success. Give me some timeline. Chop session at flight deck. Hey. P, what's next? I've been talking to a few women. You know, women, older white women always find their way around. Yeah, man. And I've been talking to them about it. And shit like that. They like, It's your boy, COD the Cater Boy Music, aka CODMD the Doctor. And one of my favorite things here at Eerie Eerie, give me some headlines. It's the Kiss Brother. Yeah. Out of context, and we're gonna start the show right there. This is season two, episode 60. Nice, you already know. It's your boy COD, and this is a CODMD operation. But I could not go into surgery without my motherfucking head of the department. Head of the class. Uh, 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 what's another episode title from season one that was fire? Oh man, head strong, head strong. Uh, man, head over heels. Uh, put your head before your ass. Was that one of them? <laughs> yeah, uh, get, get your head out your ass. Yeah. Get your head out your ass. That was the one, my dog. The maestro <laughs> of ceremony, the literary Lothario, my dog. Pete, talk to the nigga dog. It's your boy, Pete Henry Trotter the Four, aka Home Run Trot, aka <laughs> Casino Pete, aka Mock mm. Two, aka at Frederick underscore Douglas on your IG. AKA Fat Hope Fred, AKA Chef Boy RP, AKA Queen with the Pen, Dean with the Lens, AKA the Grandma's Favorite House Guest, AKA Spike P, but this ain't one of them jerks. But we is finna fight that hope up. Welcome to my dog getting the illustrious episode 69. You gotta come up with some fire shit for this one. Yeah, I already know. And that means the whole episode gonna be about fucking. <laughs> I gave P a whole false ass fake rundown, even down to the pre-show mock-up. I'm a real stinker, they say. But the way we gonna kick off, <laughs> the way we gonna kick off the motherfucking episode on this, and you know this, man, this flickety, 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 flickety. Flight that nigga is a motherfucking. Give me some headlines, exclusive freestyle, just for the shout immunity. Because if it wasn't for y'all, why would we be doing this shit anyway? You feel what I'm saying, yeah, Pete? We wouldn't, even, we wouldn't even be here. Wouldn't even be here, kid. There wouldn't be no reason to be right here. Sitting with you, fool, man. So we're going to hit y'all with this love and war freestyle from your boy, COD Decatur, boy, music. You know? Bro, you been on that Kodak, man? I can't get enough of that fool, man. I have not, man. Um, man my cousin, my cousin Miami. is the, 
his Rolling Loud Miami performance got me go- just going back through his whole catalog, man. Like, Brennan gave some music so far, and I pray he stay his ass out of trouble when he get himself back out after that last situation. Yeah, my cousin that boy got some art to get a word. My cousin say the best rapper under 30. Under 30? Yeah. My cousin well, said I respect it. <laughs> he said he's the best one doing it under 30. Hey, he on some pop shit. It's a lot of niggas who you could try and say they pen stronger than his. It's very few people I'd listen to you say evoke more pure and raw emotion than he do. You're gonna have to go young thug, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna it's gonna be a short list of niggas. You can't just yeah. pick one of these yelling ass rappers and and make them what he do. You feel what the fuck I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, goddamn. I'm gonna go ahead and drop this bit, man, so we can get back to spiggity bang and the bigger bang. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Ha! Bitch, you niggas see I do the cat about music. You hear that, man? Give us a headline. One more time, 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 time. Hey, she want love, then I want war. She want some diamonds, I want a car. I want some acres, fuck a neighbor. I be walking around smoking ass naked, just a blazer. Playboy, coming straight up out Decatur. I've been sliding in the old school, bumping elevators. Outcasts in day one, y'all trying to fit in. Don't call me twin, twin new niggas, we don't know them. Give me some headlines, please keep it brief, bitch. I'm talking business, y'all talking street shit. I'm talking filet mignon, y'all talking beef. Ain't no sugar in my kitchen, y'all think shit sweet. I'm on a fuck nigga, die, not kill any nigga who try. You Selling wolf tickets, you don't find a nigga who'll buy. Hey, I rap I'll beat the pit, my brother out. Hey, I whip that leather till it's butter soft. Hey, I eat that pussy till it's sopping wet. Hey, then I drop in it like a fighter jet. Maverick, top gun, I'm on that ass. They say, What up, killer man? Stop bringing up my past. Wheezy, yeah. Do I gotta wait or can I come right back now? Hoses on my dick, hoses on my jaw Haters in my hood, haters on my block Haters everywhere we go, haters everywhere we go Still bumping classic B.O.B. I caught don't crash and roll Still for with my people from the dirt, I feel like dominoes You already know what happens when you push me, ho <laughs> And I am not talking about females <laughs> You understand me? Straight up Y'all know who I'm talking to Give me some headlines. Season two, episode sixty-nine. Yeah, I'm fucking with that shit. That's a good time. That's a damn good time. Yeah. I felt like I just bruh that I really did that freestyle that bit, bro. I ain't gonna lie. It was 35 takes, but what y'all heard was a freestyle. You feel me? I just rapped and rapped and rapped until I liked what I did for the amount of time I had to beat type shit. And when I got to the part where I started rapping off beat in my head, I was like, ooh, don't want to go hate that shit. And that just made me smile. And I was like, hey, I rap off beat to pin my brother off. Hey, I whip that leather to live butter soft. Okay, you know, the uh, the couches in the living room is like buttercream. Yeah, yeah. I whip that leather because I had just cleaned them. Like, I literally just was freestyling, bro. But I enjoyed the hell out that shit, bro. That was a good that time. Yeah, that's what's that, up. Uh, I enjoyed that thoroughly. 
That fucking, oh, man. It's a freestyle. It's hard for me to remember the bars or the fucking freestyle. I'm trying to see. Did I go back and transcribe it when I was done? I did fucking not. I sure did not. Oh, what was my other line I enjoyed? Shit. We got to inv- invest in a transcription um, uh, software of some sort. This shit going to be so oh, handy. The part where I say, um, I be walking around smoking ass naked oh. just a blazer. Playboy. Rest in peace to Hugh Hefner. This season two, episode 69. I walk around the crib smoking ass naked just a blazer. Playboy. Coming straight up <laughs> out the cater. That shit jiggy, dog. Is we making music? Is we making music, P? Square bitty, man. Square bitty. We got to come up with some more. Uh, we got to make some blazers, too, man. Because the university never let me make no purple. I wanted to make a purple uh, blazer you with a purple you? lapel. You gonna tell you what I've been working on? And don't nobody steal this trademark. Give me some headlines. We need a Highland cow head. A Highland cow head on the body that look almost like Bojack Horseman. But this the killer, though. I just swallowed some weed. Shit. What the fuck were we just talking about? You made me forget everything. Oh, uh, making a blazer. The blazer. The smoking jacket, the logo on the smoking jacket need to be a fucking Highland cow head like 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 the polo bear. They need to be a Highland yeah. cow head for us with a nigga with a with a Hugh Hefner outfit on. That's what our Highland cow need to have on, on our smoking jackets, bro. Tell me that shit wouldn't be fresh as fuck for, yeah, the, for like the silk old. smoking jackets. Yeah, like the uh, like the polo, like you talking about like with actual detail, like the. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you, if you're gonna get one of these, you're gonna have to pay what the manufacturing cost was because we're not making nothing half ass. Don't come get our merch if you want some cheap shit. We're making collectibles, nigga. Yeah, we're making sexy merch, cuz not on so if it costs a hundred, that bitch costs 50 60 to make. And we're trying to make sure we don't take a bath on the ship. And you understand me? We finna we yeah. gonna make some great shit. You understand me? But uh that was my head at, bro. Niggas are turning the fuck up, bro. And part of season two, episode 69. I'm a 60 nice. 60 noise. Uh, noise. Noise. <laughs> I put the pussy on the chain wax. Shouts out to Ken Peel, man. Uh, <laughs> I know that random as fuck. But I also got one more video, bro. That's like, it's, it's very much... It ain't it, it don't fit SO2E69, but it's a nigga sucking himself off. Cause he thought too much of himself and got very surprised. It, it ain't a dude sucking himself off. Metaphorical. Uh he got very surprised at his response that he got. You ready for this? Yeah. Bit. What's up, TikTok? So I just watched another video of some clown with a camera running his mouth to an officer. I think it was in New York and calling him a bitch and a punk and take that badge and gun off and let's fight. So here's my question. A lot of you clowns like to do that. Y'all really think we hide behind our badges and guns and a lot of us obviously we we can't fight. That's what y'all think, right? Okay, so how about if we come up with a system that the officer signs a waiver, you sign a waiver and put your camera down, we put our badge and gun down and let's step in the ring. Let's see how many of you would actually sign up since y'all, you know, you feel like we're a punk behind our badges and guns. I'll sign a waiver. How many of you gonna step in the ring with me? I'll wait. A few moments later. 
So I've been getting all kind of messages and friend requests and all that good stuff. Guys, listen, it's pointless. Okay, I'm getting all type of professional boxers that have been boxing for 300 years and decide, okay, well, because this cop said this, I want to fight him. And that's the wrong answer. <laughs> that nigga said violence is not the answer. Okay, so you watched the video of a tiny nigga arguing with a cop in New York right. and wanted to box this tiny nigga. Right. But you got on the internet with an open invitation to citizens who didn't like the police brutality going on. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you didn't want to engage with the community. Hey. All of a sudden, the tune the, changed up mightily. Man, he's going to be eating a buffet of knuckle sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I picture hey. that nigga who be walking around bullying his physical therapy clients when they be like eating snacks and shit out and about just smacking burgers out their hand and they just got to deal with it. I picture that nigga responding like, yeah, nigga, I see you name the time and place and show up with snacks, nigga, because I'm smacking them shits to the moon. You feel me? Brother that nigga said, I've been getting all old. kind of requests. He said, he want, <laughs> I mean, all type of friend requests. <laughs> Mike Tyson hit me up and said he wanted smoke. <laughs> Sugar Ray Leonard, man. I you know, I ain't want no beef. Bro, that's funny. Cuz tone changed so quick. <laughs> he thought he thought it was gonna be dude. some hot. He thought it was gonna be some hot. He thought he thought I was gonna be responding to that <laughs> shit. <laughs> In that little ad t shirt. Like he really wanted beef. I signed the waiver. I signed the waiver. I'm glad he got that reality check. And I'm not going to give you one of them. But Pete! Yeah, yeah. Could I do you a favor? Man, do your boy a favor and give me some headlines. Right. Bro, I got you. Bro. Their first headline comes from Sports Illustrated. Brett Favre believes the 49ers are making a mistake with Jimmy Garoppolo. Your next headline, also on the NFL, but it comes from Bleacher Report, and it's Raiders Derek Carr on Dana White's Tom Brady revelation. It is what it is. And your third story, just to throw you a curveball. How a Jay-Z concert inspired Manti Teo to open up about being catfished? It's on 2869. That one. That one. That one. Oh, that's a bit. That's a bit. Hey, Derek Have you seen that, bro? Have you seen that? that? I ain't watched the documentary, but when it was happening live, we was in college. So, like, I remember that shit. Bruh. You gotta watch that documentary. I had no clue. I thought I knew this shit. I had no clue. This shit wild. The thing that made me want to not watch the documentary is uh almost like Kaiser Soze. I felt like the twist at the end was ruined. You know what I mean by the twist? Nah. Maybe it's not a part of the documentary. The person who catfished him is now a woman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a part of the documentary. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's I didn't know that while it was going on. That's a hell of a twist. <laughs> That's a hell of a twist. He, he wasn't a woman while it was going on. Nah. That's what make it saucy. You feel me? Yeah. 
Uh, shout yeah. out to Beyonce. You know I'm saucy. Whatever that shit is. What song that's in? I got the sauce. It's on one of them albums. I think it's on the one with was, that. Uh, I was about to say Khalid. With all them that's bossy. Black, <laughs> with all them black and white videos on it. You know the one where she uh she made her. Hey man, shouts out to everybody who like Beyonce, man. And I don't want no beef, but um. Is anybody going to point out that she made her sexy turn right when Shawty had that number one with Lil Wayne? Oh, go, Kelly Rowland. Go, yeah. go, yeah. go. Right when that shit popped off, two babies in, all of a sudden Beyonce fucking. She wasn't fucking her whole career. Yeah. Now surfboard, surfboard. Out of nowhere. Now you. It wasn't out of nowhere. It wasn't out of nowhere. It was. It was okay then. That's what that you know. (laughs) She wasn't the first to market, but she had the bigger, bigger market share. Because Kelly was on one of the next, but that shit, she was on niggas next, and they didn't know. Like, imagine if she was allowed to breathe. She on niggas next, but imagine if she allowed to breathe while she on niggas next. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee and sex in the morning. The single she followed that shit up with was a smash. It didn't hit like that though. Yeah. Because it wasn't some shit produced by Mike Will, written by Future. And I ain't trying to be a dick, but that's what the fuck that surfboard shit was. The hottest producer at the time and the hottest rapper at the time, biggest fucking artist in the world, smash hit. It's that simple. Talking about that, that surfboard song? Yeah, that's Future. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. The used to be writing his ass off. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the cash. <laughs> Last name Cash. And don't you forget it. Understand, when they, like, it's hard to beat a nigga who's so fucking cool. He, cha- he, he uses a moniker when his real name Cash. His real name Cash, and he uses a stage name. You got to be a bad motherfucker to need to make cash cooler. I would just leave that at that and get on Jay-Z concert that inspired Manta Ateo to open up. Uh, This story comes to you straight from Complex, written by Brad Callis. And look at me, I'm going to be a professional. Let's spit that gun. Nearly a decade after former Notre Dame linebacker Manti Teo's infamous catfishing scandal took over social media in early 2013, Netflix on Tuesday released a new documentary chronicling the story untold, The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist. While making press rounds ahead of the doc's release, Teo, who was drafted in 2013 and has since played for the Chargers, Saints, Bears, and stopped, <laughs> stopped by CBS and shared how Jay-Z's concert inspired him to move on from the bizarre catfishing hoax. Cam Jordan with the Saints took a bunch of us teammates to a Jay-Z concert that Teo recalled about a 2017 moment. And at that moment, Jay-Z opens up with these words saying, You cannot heal what you don't reveal. And it may have been just some random words to everybody, but for me, at that time, it hit me like a ton of bricks. In order for me to kind of heal from this, I needed to reveal it, he said. 
And of the performance of the 444 opener, Kill. Oh, Kill Jay-Z, I'm tripping. Yeah, so basically, Jay-Z's tour, where he was touring about having almost fucked it up with Yonsei. Mm. Y'all see why the intro was what it was. We good at this shit. Uh, that's what that what made Tay Tay uh go go on and tell his story. It, I'd say it has something to do with uh there not being more NFL teams on that list and him wanting to make more money. But you know that's me being a cynical asshole. P, your thoughts? Oh, uh, I didn't know much about him before this documentary and his family. One, hip-hop is, I saw some shit today that was the the grocery store Sprouts has an 18-wheeler out there with the market on, on the side. Every day I'm brussling. So hip-hop influenced so much of what we do. And we being the entirety of this damn country. In the world, I'm sorry. Bruh, I, mean, I heard Bill Bellamy talking about how big of a bag he missed out on with not trademarking booty call. He was like, nigga, it was like a year and a half, maybe two years ago. Taco Bell, during the pandemic, they was like, we still open late, hit us up for a foodie call. And I'm at my house like, nigga, what? <laughs> hit us Wait, up he wrote that movie? Uh... No, but booty call was something that he popularized in a sketch. Like he invented the term booty call. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. And, and, yeah. and I remember Tommy Davis and... before that movie we, oh, even yeah, came. Right, 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 they right. Talk about making yeah, booty calls and shit on how to be a player. Yeah. So it's his shit. That movie That's... before his time. That movie is oh, before his time. I don't like, know how movie. it ain't been picked up by a streaming service. Let it be on Netflix. Insane, that going, bro. That shit going number one in the country. We need Especially to remake with, that shit. Andrew Tate getting banned and shit? Like, nigga, that shit gonna do numbers. They pop that shit off. <laughs> Look at that nigga smiling. We ain't, we ain't, hey. <laughs> We not gonna be the podcast that talk about him. I, I done seen how women feel about him. And y'all niggas Wait, is who? right. Who got canceled? He got banned from Facebook and Instagram. Uh, AT. I don't even know. I gotta go. I didn't not, I'm not gonna repeat yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, Like yeah. I said, yeah. The, uh, this SO2 E69, and I don't know anybody who give women more dry vagina than the boy, but uh, not me, him. <laughs> yeah, they call that. He does. We'll get dry right. He give them dry thought. But uh, we ain't trying to help y'all to no lingo dangle do nothing, but help y'all listen in on shit that ain't none of y'all business. Uh. But yeah, Manta, Manta. Hold on, I want to finish up. My oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get on, get up on Tay Tay. Go ahead. Bruh, that man is the peace that, like, he brought me peace and, like, the turmoil in my life after watching that documentary, bro. I would have never been able to forgive Buddy. Ronaya, the dude who, who's now, uh, Naya's his name. Her name, excuse me. Bruh, I don't know. I don't think I have that type of. <laughs> you know how forgiving I am. <laughs> but you also know I know how to hold a grudge. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't forgive. I just can't forget. You're on your own, little man. Don't ask me for shit. That's, that's, 
X is my favorite rapper. I get a lot of my how I am from his from his philosophy and ideology. Yeah, yeah. And he like, got a dumb P heart stupid. And I wouldn't even say necessarily, and maybe it's because of how genuine the energy is. He has forgiven, but the energy never switch up. So I don't feel the anger and then the forgive. But peek behind the curtain, y'all. Uh much of the early part of this year, I've been reading this nigga the ride act about consistency. And much of the past, like, three, four months, I've been fucking off. And my dog has not read me the ride act once and still has tried to meet the request that I put on his doorstep with the expectation that when I got my place back to a place of health, my shit would fall back in the line. So when I talk, when he talk about that forgiveness shit, he don't, like, practice it he walk it to where you don't feel the ripple in time space so i let him stand on that it's sorry to interrupt but i had to put a megaphone to that statement for you because that shit valid all capital letters yeah nah bro uh i stay with my dog man time man like that's your dog there no nah, he my dog he my he dog like now. he look like pocket say y'all and with what happened with bro, yeah. I'm glad he's reached a place of health with something that could have been a, a traumatic experience. Rather, when you hit like bro, that, it, it, that if would he ruin heal from people. it, it makes him stronger, <laughs> and it makes him the type of human being who can heal from not anything, but he can heal from that type of thing. Now, you feel what I'm saying? That make him stronger. If he hold on to that hurt, he he can never heal from that type of shit, bro. No, the way he. Something that had nothing to do with him. Like, this shit had nothing to do with him. And all of this shit happened. It didn't. Somehow this happened for him and not to him. I have to keep telling myself that. And this is somebody who's completely external for me. I don't know this man. I I only know his, this story and how it came about from, like, this person who came and finally told the truth about that shit, bro. And once you, like, hear it, and you look at man, he got you like, that nigga ain't get telling no truth. He got caught. He, yeah, he got caught. He got caught up. He like, got right, caught right. by the NCAA investigators who was gonna make sure they had a sexy ass story. They was like, oh no, we gonna find this bitch. <laughs> the thing is, like the, the cats who actually broke this story, bro. Him. The cat who the cats who broke this story, I forgot what publication they came from, but it was two nerds, and they had a completely different when they broke the story. On the nerds, they had bro. No, nah, these two cats were super smart. They had a completely different agenda than what transpired, and it's fun. You gotta watch it, bro. Like from a journalist, from a journal. Oh, you got a decanter? Look at look at that airing that airing that thing. You know what I'm saying? We fancy. You thought I was playing, nigga? I'm dead ass for real out here. Love me a decanter, man. Yeah, yeah, man. This is. A CODMD operation, man, and your boy had the timing going click, but when you offer your shit, sometimes you got to let your dog empty that clip, because uh, that's what's popping right now, so we're going to put that all over social media this week. But P, can we chop it up about the upcoming NFL season, my dog? Let's get it, man. Let's get it. I'm interested. Big and I actually told you I lied to P about the run up because I ain't want him to be able to plan certain teams because I ain't playing certain teams and I want some real inspiration and some shit talking. On the next CODM 
C-O-D-M operation. On the next C-O-D-M-D operation, we will be making all of our NFL predictions for uh, AFC, NFC championship, Super Bowl prediction, receiving leaders, rushing leaders, all these different things. So this episode, I wanted to get a little tease out there so we could fly that bitch all over social media so people be looking out for that next week. Because last year, we had a lot of great shit, but this year I'm gonna pinpoint it a lot better so that we can track it and the clips will come with it. Cause we had a results show that we gonna show y'all why y'all need to come fuck with us, especially if y'all putting some money on this shit. Cause we had some good ad bets last year, did we not, bro? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna start by reading you the top ten in the in in the power rankings. Cause the crooks of all this shit is who gonna win that trophy. So let's start right. the conversation with who we think strong NFC, AFC, and, and and tease who we think may be making it to the dance. Don't get nothing away. You feel what I'm saying? That's a bet. So you rocking with me, dog? Yeah, yeah. Let's get it, man. All right, bet. So we're going to go 10 to 1, man. And can we get one of them GSH moves or bam, 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 uh, whenever I get a people that thing for some oh, fan fairy? <laughs> you good. <laughs> Every time I hit one, get a people one of them to celebrate the fanfare. You ready? Yeah, yeah. And uh, after I read you the person for the power ranking, feel free to tell me one player on that team that makes you feel like that's why they are on this list. Give me one player, no other comment. I need my and then a player's name. That's all I need from you. Why are they on this list? Okay. You ready? Yeah, I yeah. like this. This fun. You ready? <laughs> Coming in. You want me to give you the people who just fell off the list, the worst loser? Yeah, give me the worst loser. Number 11, the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry. <laughs> why are you doing so quick? That's funny as shit. All right. Number 10. I don't know why. Super fa- I was like, oh, <laughs> man, <laughs> that train. That bitch. Come, hold up. Hit you with the goddamn <laughs> last like this. Like, this ain't got nothing to do with I said, damn, he ain't like Derrick Henry coming with the stiff arm ready. It's P, uh, we know you'd have took them knees I out. It's like okay, it was, it was dog. Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga crazy, y'all. I bet number 10, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, CD Lamb. CD Lamb. Okay, so CD got the boy making the top 10. CD Lamb, man. Number nine, Baltimore Ravens. You know who moved that. I I did that because this is a nigga. Horses don't stop. They keep going. They keep going. Oh, you know that's Lamar, bro. You can Come lose your now. ankles, but he just gonna Come keep on. going. <laughs> Come on, now. that Lamar Jackson. That's that. Lamar. that. Hey, that hey. Lamar Jackson. I think that was my fault because I said noise and the name and nothing else. That probably would put you in a rush. Los Angeles Chargers coming in at number eight. That's that boy Herbert. <laughs> oh, you think that's Herbert? Man, that boy bad, man. I think it's that Bosa that's gonna be healthy that got him at number eight. But man, uh that boy Herbert a beast. That boy Herbert a beast. Number seven, 
San Francisco 49ers. I'm gonna go off. I'm gonna go off the uh, beaten path on this one. Let go, Debo. Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel, the holdout. Debo Samuel. Good gracious. Debo Samuel. Okay, can't wait to hear more about that. Number six, the Green Bay Piackers. Big cheese. Mm-hmm. Man, gotta go. Had to gotta go, go cow. Had to go cow. go cow. Had to go cow. Had to go cow. Had to go cow. Had to Almost like TJ Hushmanzada. You feel me? Like, damn, when they get that receiver? <laughs> Cut that nigga Aaron Rodgers there, Ayahuasca out there. You should have said Ayahuasca the reason they on the list, bro. I don't even, I ain't know that nigga was on their team, to be honest with you. <laughs> the Green Bay Packers? Yeah. Ayahuasca? I had no clue. Bro, that's a drug. Oh. It's a psychedelic. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah. I ain't okay. even up on that. What is that? I thought that was a receiver. I thought that was an actual receiver. It's something that engages your... Uh, it does what one of your organs, um, Hotep fellows talk about. It does what that does if it isn't calcified. But it uh, it allows you to astral project amongst other things. And you can go to different shamans to have a guided experience to protect you against the different dangers of it and make sure you get the right mixture and shit. But he went okay. on a journey and he talked about his experience and um, the growth that resulted from it. I'll put it in the headlines next week, but I'm going to surround it with stuff that make you want to choose it instead of it. But uh, we on the clock. We got three minutes. Number five, Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, that's tough. Let's just go LSU Tigers with them. <laughs> LSU Tigers. They got one at And I said gumbo on purpose. Uh, <laughs> number four, Kansas City Sharifs. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, man. The right arm rocket. Number four, cuz. Yeah, Mahomes. Okay, Mahomes did he? Number three, L.A. Hams. L.A. Mm. Rams. Mm. Mm. Close personal friend of the show, Aaron Donald. Close <laughs> personal friend of the show. You already knew it. Big horses don't stop. They keep going. Number two, what it do out of retirement and back for round three? I almost rhymed. SO2E69. Give me some headlines. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tom Brady Buccaneers. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know why I did that to you. Who do you think is the reason they at number two? Oh, I fucked that off. I fucked that off. Mike Evans. Another sip. That nigga say Mike Evans. (laughs) Bro, Mike Evans is. Mike Evans is so underrated, man. People gonna start giving that man his love, bro. People gonna start giving that man his love. I hope a part of the reason Tom Brady spanked uh, uh, and I 
fuck with B.A. now. Don't get it twisted. I fuck with B.A. Because he held out about all them coaches. We done, we done showed B.A. our love on the show, but now we yeah. talking our shit. I fuck with Tom Brady for spanking him a little bit for how he did A.B. Like, nigga, you can get A.B. too, nigga. Fuck out of here, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> part of me hope A.B. come back and run it back. I, 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 the boys are back in town. If A.B. Um, come back, I'm going A.B. B. Well, what's, the, what's one, the name of that dance? What's the, the name only of the team, dance? Hold up. The only team I ain't said put that shit on. <laughs> uh, the number one, Buffalo Billies. Who you got? Ooh. Allen. Oh, uh, forgot his first name. Jared. Josh, is that, hey, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Joshua. I don't know why niggas be trying to shorten it. I don't know that nigga. I ain't familiar. They number one in the power rankings? Them niggas number one, cuz. This nigga say I need to get it music. You know what Yeah, it's a headline. One more time, 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 time. Hey, she want love and I want war. <laughs> she want some diamonds, I want a car. I want some acres, fuck a neighbor. I be walking around smoking ass naked, just a blazer. Playboy, coming straight up out Decatur. I've been sliding in the old school, bumping elevators. Outcasts in day one, y'all trying to fit in. Don't call me twins, twin new niggas, we don't know them. Give me some headlines, please keep it brief, bitch. I'm talking business, y'all talking street shit. I'm talking filet mignon, y'all talking beef. Ain't no sugar in my kitchen, y'all think shit sweet. I'm on a fuck nigga, die, and I kill any nigga who try. You Selling wolf tickets, you don't find a nigga who will buy. Hey, I rap, I'll beat them, pit my brother off. Hey, I whip that leather till it's butter soft. Hey, I eat that pussy till it's sopping wet. Hey, then I drop in it like a fighter jet. Maverick, Top Gun, I'm on that ass. They say, What up, killer man? Stop bringing up my past. Wheezy, yeah. Do I got a waiter? Can I come right back now? Hoses on my dick, hoses on my jaw Haters in my hood, haters on my block Haters everywhere we go, haters everywhere we go Still bumping classic B.O.B. I caught on Gresham Road Still for with my people from the dirt, I feel like dominoes You already know what happens when you push me, ho <laughs> And I am not talking about females <laughs> You understand me? Y'all know who I'm talking to Give me some headlines. Season 2, episode 69. Y'all know what the fuck it is. This your boy, CLD, the Cater Boy Music. Making sure they're going to have to bleep us on the TikTok. Yeah, me. Hey, talking about P. We gonna drop right back into this thing, man. And I just looked at the list, and the list not fun, man. Cause they wrote that article from a very negative perspective, and we here give me some headlines. Believe it's always better to give than it is to never mind. We only say that at the you knew it if you knew it. I Y K Y N. Whatever the fuck that acronym is. If you know I Y K. YK. Ha. 
That shit was negative as shit. They said, who on the hot seat for all these teams? So I'm just give you one team because I'm pretty sure you could guess who on the hot seat. Number 10, the Dallas Cowboys. Why that nigga? Who on the hot seat? Dak Prescott. What? That nigga contract fully guaranteed. Mike McCarthy, the one need to worry about Sean Payton coming out of retirement. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That nigga on the hot seat. Yeah. <laughs> but shit, that article negative is shit, but they gave you the power rankings. So we going to ski dwabble from that on to a quick conversation of P. Who are some of the receivers in, you got in your head that, that's going to be in your conversation for gamble for your top receiver? Because I got a few people I'm thinking about, and I ain't quite sure who I'm going to go with, and I'm trying to figure out whether or not got anything to worry about or we gonna be diametrically opposed like we was last year because we ain't have to worry about nothing last year and we both made amazing bets we end up smashing the top five with our four picks yeah yeah um this year this shit gonna be surprising man can I ask you a question that, that'll affect my answer you yeah. think they're going to let that young boy play five games in in Washington on, on the Commanders? Because if Scary Terry get that young boy, man. Yeah, that, that's, that's why I said it's going to shock you. My pick, that's, that was one of my picks. You I a lying picks. motherfucker. I hate you, bro. Bro, Scary Terry, Scary Terry is scary, bro. He's been like, trying he, to get he, my shit together on fantasy football, y'all, so... I'm hip to a lot of niggas I wouldn't be hip to because if I'm watching the NFC East game, you better fucking believe it's the Eagles or Cowboys game. So I don't be fucking with the commanders. You know what I'm saying? This nigga PB had me watching the commanders and all type of shit getting my roster together. That's the only reason I even know who this nigga is, bro. And I'm ready to bet on this nigga. Scary Terry, the truth. Okay, okay. So we thinking the same there. So who your other top of the league nigga? And then give me an obscure nigga. A nigga so, who uh, the, don't surprise people when he in the top 10 for wide out shit. I think uh, so. <laughs> one that's very obvious. Um, ooh, ooh, now nah, tease that, tease that. Because since we both was thinking Terry and he may come up because somebody gonna pick that nigga. Don't give me one of your actual bets. I'm gonna do this to you. Even if it is one of your actual bets, just 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 take it here with me. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. Which one of them LSU boy going ham? And I think both of them nigga LSU. Jamar Chase with that boy on the Bengals with Joe Cool or that boy out there with Kirk. (laughs) Kirk. Is that boy Ski Dallin out there who say he ain't doing nothing but stealing all his moves. Mr. Motherfucking. And I'm about to forget his name because I had Jamar Chase and motherfucking. don't tell me. Minnesota Vikings is the reason they felt comfortable getting rid of Diggs. What's the nigga name? Fuck, I lost it. Justin Jefferson. Son of a bitch, JJ. How did it? Oh, not the I should I, I should have just gave you his uh his uh initials and you'd have been able to get it. I'd have got it. Unless you got a bad motherfucker. Like, shots out to Bama. But let's be real. The receivers and running backs that you two niggas been getting for a decade would be NFL players if they had went to We Chew Bubblegum You. You feel what I'm saying? 
Yeah. And I'm talking Honey Badger all the way up to Patrick Peterson. These niggas, y'all is some, hey, Louis, LSU, you know, okay. If not the women alone, you know, that nigga Pete went and got in my uh, Louisiana and her home. Shouts out to Pete. Uh, but Alabama, they recruiting their ass off to get the niggas they getting to come down now. Yeah. Yeah, it ain't even close. <laughs> I ain't even mean to get lost on that, but they just, extended, they just extended saving through uh, 2030 till he to did, make his con. Yeah, <laughs> they just gonna bury the nigga in a mausoleum like this. He not gonna die with, with a sign spend- to say WWSD. What would Saban do? He gonna be sitting there <laughs> like, what do you think? <laughs> they gonna allocate. They gonna allocate a good portion of the endowment. To make sure that they invest in whatever technology they need to, to make sure Saban never die. It's but as long as he, but as long as he scholarship right now, just kind of got the same blood type as Saban, just in case something happened. Like, hey, we need four courts. We need everybody <laughs> to show up to the quad immediately. <laughs> they airlifting them niggas to the hospital. That shit a mile away. You feel me? They yeah. They coming in on a whirly bird by Saban. You feel me? Like no, they're not playing, this shit. They're not playing, yeah. Unless he, he wanna be he can't leave Alabama unless he wanna be the president of the United States. And then he still gotta coach the football team. Or replace <laughs> or help steward the transition in New England. Because the only reason he didn't lose his offensive coordinator to New England is because Belichick loved him, and that's at home, man. Like he he tried to get a coordinator. Y'all almost, y'all almost yeah. got y'all ass. Be like, I ain't going to do my boy like that. So now them niggas going in coordinator list because he fucks with y'all. You think you can talk him to the Patriots? Um, Come take my job, dog. Work with me for a year and then take this shit. I don't think he fuck with the NFL, man. I don't think he liked the NFL at all. But if he get Mac ready made after seeing what he prepared Tom to be, even post-Patriots, Post prime, if he ready make mac and cheese, you not gonna come take that job. I don't think so, bro. This nigga, Bama fan for real. Who you pick nah, between I, them LSU receivers? Now nah, I'm cool. I'm just, I'm just, I'm your co-host, nigga. I, <laughs> I ain't uh, gonna be on your side. We finna bust y'all ass this year. Y'all gonna have to see about us. But see, we ain't even did college football. We could do that on the Spike P joint. But this NFL need. I'm taking it's almost thermal season, so I'm just getting y'all ready. We headed out of wife beater season in the thermal season, yeah. so I figured I'd beat you niggas too. Hoodie season, baby. GSH hoodies coming. Nah, you remember the first thing I did when I lost weight was start telling y'all nigga how flat my frame was. I was like, nigga, I look like Usha Raymond in it, bitch. I was dancing in the street in Chattanooga. You could tell me shit, but <laughs> these are facts. Out there kicking up rain. Tola, you don't have to come. It's okay. Sitting in the car down the little after tonight. Don't leave your girl around me. True play real. That's my nigga real. Hey. When I tell you this song has been a part of my life every day for what feels like years now, because I'll always go anything to end in T-I-A-O-N-S, I'd be like, uh, 
this is a terrible example, especially for SO2 E60 noise. Uh, masturbation will arise in the light, but you gotta be quiet about it. Like stupid shit like that. Like uh 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 uh. You'd be like, damn, nigga, shouty got bodies. I'm like, damn, boy, it's hard out here for a pill. <laughs> Reputations will arise. And like anywhere I can figure out a play to do that stupid shit, I do it. I'm talking about uh, the fuck you over there thinking about. I don't ever tell a woman this, but in my head, the first answer, because I told you, I'm always thinking about 12 things at once. If a woman asks me what I'm thinking, the music bubble immediately switched to Usher and it go, contemplations will arise in a life. And then I'm like, whatever you tell her, you got to be smart about it. Yo! That nigga Fee said he just be lying. I ain't never get the answer to that, but that was nonsense. And that was just me stalling so P could create an answer for that's really me just having a good time. Baby gonna put it on P. Justin Jefferson or Jace Chase. Jamar Chase. JC. I'm going Jamar Chase because I trust his quarterback more. But I think Justin Jefferson gonna have a hell of a year. The but fact yeah, that I, I trust his quarterback is why I'm willing to go the other one because he gonna have to lean on his best receiver more. Yeah. When in doubt, he gonna fling it at that nigga and get a pick. <laughs> Joe Cool gonna sit back, scramble around, like find it. a nigga who who works some. So yeah. next episode, I ain't gonna say who I'm gonna pick as my receivers who gonna be doing the nimbles, but uh, you know we got to pick our duo on the team, the best duo in the league. We have to pick our leaders, so we can also just make a bet on them boys. Also, while we on this topic. This nigga probably going to get Gronk back in the middle of the season and got yeah. Julio Jones. How do you think that red zone attack going to look come playoff time if he get Gronk back? Because don't he got break right now? He got Cameron Bray right now. That's yeah. fucking disgusting. Did they lose the big motherfucker from Bama they drafted? Or is he still one of the lower level guys? I think he went to, I think he, he like some team in like the AFC North or something like that, I believe. I think he went to Lions or some shit. Good for him. Oh no, nah, never mind. He said the line. Yeah, the line. Yeah, no yeah. You want to be? You don't want to be on Jared Golf team. You want to be on Aaron Rodgers team if you're in the NFC North. I may be wrong, but yeah, I I, I don't think he on that. I don't think he on Tampa Bay's roster. Uh, OJ OJ. I was about to say Simpson. Howard. <laughs> Howard. That's it. That's it. He reminded me of Leonard Pope, who I was mad didn't have a better NFL career. Him and DJ Shockley broke my heart because I thought they was the best in the world. DJ Shockley was my guy, man. Bro, one of the coolest niggas I ever met. He was the quarterback at UGA when I went on my visit. Ah. Then, when I tell you that nigga was so motherfucking cold-blooded, bro, we walked into the locker room like we went for the Iron Bowl game and... Um, It was my junior year. Cause they, they were like, nigga, we need to know if you commit now, fuck boy. <laughs> or get out of my office. Uh so it was 05, I think. Um, it was the Iron Bowl game that 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 was won on a fucking a missed field goal return for a touchdown. We were in the end zone where the Auburn nigga caught the goddamn field goal. It was some of the wildest shit I ever seen in my life. 
one of the best football games I ever been to. We lost that bitch, but when I tell you, like at the start of the fourth quarter, they came and got us from the fan section and brought us down into the end zone inside of the hedges to watch the fourth quarter. And we were standing in the fucking end zone. Had he hit the field goal and the students rushed it, they'd have had to run past us and we'd have been in the thick of it. You feel me? <laughs> so it said all that to say, we do the dog walking there thing with these niggas. Like the way they do recruits crazy. And I ain't going to go too much into their process because it's something that, you know, when you get that blessing, you go get the experiences. So I ain't going to hate on too much. Up. But actual game day, two things I will reveal. Like when they come get you and bring you through the VIP shit, you get on, you get off a bus about probably 20, 30 minutes before the players usually get there. So all the diehard fucking lunatics are already out there waiting because they want a good spot to yell at their favorite player. Nigga, I get off the bus and this like 15 year old white chick, 40 year old white dude, 100 year old white lady go, David Allen? And I'm like, who, me? They're like, yeah, you coming to UGA, right? Gotta come be a dog. Look like 15-year-old girl swings around. And the reason I say 15-year-old girl, because she holding a tiny baby. And I'm like, I, I hope that's her sister. But in my head, I'm like, it's, it's Georgia. You never know. But like the baby is like, ee! I was like, the baby know me too. And I'm like, that baby don't know who the fuck you is. But they do it so well. Like, and your name is like up and shit. Like, you think you play for the dogs when you come in that bitch as a recruit for game day. So we come through that bitch and you go straight into the locker room. And these niggas already be there, but they go out and do the dog walk half dressed with their jersey on, but not their shoulder pads. So we come in. And we go into the locker room and these niggas getting ready for one of the biggest games of the season. And the amount of attention and love they gave us, man, is like these niggas in my mind, they the baddest niggas in the country. And they talking that little old me like that. Y'all niggas don't need me. You feel me? Y'all got shit to do. Go ahead. But they gave us so much fucking energy and love like him and Pope. But I ain't really give Pope too much energy because he was one of them. I just say confident niggas. And he didn't get dressed till he had to. So I wasn't really trying to be in hip part of the locker room. Straight up. <laughs> Put your shit on, nigga. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Even down to Mark Rick. When I tell you, it's so much love in that motherfucking locker room. The Bulldogs from goddamn... Well, I'm a Bulldog fan. But, like, from my era where I would have went there, through, like, from, like, my middle school all the way through graduating college because of knowing these niggas, bro, the character of them cats, man. And then you see even now, man, they nigga be having dope boy getting caught 14 pounds of shit. It's just real-ass niggas who go to UGA, bro. Especially yeah. the Georgia niggas. Especially the Georgia niggas, bro. They be hometown as fuck. You hear me? They don't yeah. go recruit the niggas, I hate to say it like this, who would go to Northwestern out of Georgia. Right. They go get the Cam Newtons, nigga. They go get the Cams out this bitch. <laughs> you feel me? They the got Cam had Florida not been winning national championships at the time. But uh, yeah, man, I get lost talking about them dogs. <laughs> so you going uh 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 role boy from the Bayou, Jamar Chase, and I'm leaning JJ up there in Minnesota where he they playing a the dome, don't they? Mm-hmm. Y'all bitches don't. We might make that bet, man. We might put some push-ups on that shit next week. But, uh, Pete! <laughs> what to do, mate? 
could I do you a favor? Man, you want to give me some headline? Yes, sir. Go ahead, give me right there. Got to, got to, bro. So, so I want to hit you with some shit that's kind of random here. Because it's a few different things that went on. And I'm not quite sure where your head at. You feel what I'm saying? All right. So, we got... <laughs> you got notes from the 2022 NBA schedule release. Mm-hmm. D.L. Hughley responds to million dollar boxing match challenge from pastor who was robbed doing service. Apparently mm-hmm. he ain't like the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that brought me joy. <laughs> I'm proud of that. Was, that one the leader in the clubhouse. But let me hit the last one. <laughs> Great up. Uh... Uh, I know you like talking about the dog. Kanye talks discourse around presentation of Yeezy Gap engineered by Balenciaga following trash bag criticism. I saw his comments regarding that. Let's talk to you. You and that pastor getting robbed. We're not going to let that die. One one more headline. Oh, yeah, that's a running theme on the show. One more headline for you, though. Pastor apologizes for calling congregation broke and disgusting after not getting him new watch. Oh, wow. Let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. We We for the brain. Yeah, we for the brain. Oh, have you not seen this shit about our brother? Marvin Sapp. What happened to him? Nothing happened to him. He got a movie coming out, bro. He, t- he got a tell-all. This you know would have made it, Marvin Sapp? Yeah. You Not know, the big homie. Bro. For, for my heart and my taste, he the gospel Gerald Levert. Okay. He the gospel Teddy Bell. Gerald Levert, the velvet Teddy Bell. He the gospel Teddy Bell. Okay. Oh, uh, what else he used? He rattled off like four or five drugs. Wait a minute. He, using. he used? He used personally. That he never would have made it without. <laughs> he never. He said that shit was, it came from a real place. Hold up. Go through the list. Go through the list of everything you, you remember. He said he was an alcoholic. Never. Cocaine. Never would have. We never would have made it. <laughs> Hera, I'm just playing. I'm not oh, hoping oh, to be I can't say it. Not on there. No, <laughs> no. we was having fun. Up. I can't even. We I was can't having even fun. Laugh. I can't we even have fun, fun man. Let me pour my wine because you you do it too much. But he was flying. Yeah, he was flying uh, men to places in a private jet. Hold up, what? In his rocks off. Yeah, he was flying uh, young men to places. Oh, he in like a private jet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Why that's such a common theme? What's going on now? I don't know. I don't know. That wasn't a fun way to end that festivity. But yeah, man, Marvin Sepp came back talking about he. He had a whole lot of folks who went to like they. Were, I think he was selling drugs. Like homies was selling drugs. Fucking son of a bitch. But yeah, 
but he said he, he said some very real shit in like uh, a clip that I saw. And he said that man, most of these pastors, you know, man, that 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 he said, I went to church because my mama made me and I had a voice. And like that's what kept me alive, is just having to be at church and singing. And then it started to make me money. But he's like, that shit ain't there. Most of these niggas who get in front of these poor pits and shit, man. Uh, Real Housewives of Potomac. It's uh, one of the wives in there. Like her husband got one of the mega churches down in uh, his first name is Jamal. I forget his last name, but he got a church down in Atlanta. And he just, she said, one of the wives, one of the other wives at the reunion show brought a notebook, bro, of receipts. And she said, yeah, pastor, what you call us thinking this ding dong all around the congregation. He, uh, bro, like they, it's, it's wild. It's some pastor, of the shit. And I, I never forgive. <laughs> I never forgive. S-O-T-E-69, pastor who be fucking. That, that white man to do for doing this to the black community, man. Bring them No, did you see the white pastor who came out and gave a speech on witchcraft? He said, it's about six women I got in here right now, confirmed witches. You were sent here to do 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 harm and discourse to this congregation. It's six women who was about to come out revealing that they had fought the pastor. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> I said it to you. I like I ain't never I ain't saving it as a story. I ain't know you repeat that shit. Like yeah. hey, we gonna also, get y'all ass on here. It's your research out here on Tim taking Haggard. this shit back to the yeah. crucible. Do, do your research on Tim Haggard. Oh, White as guy. we talk shit about these preachers, can I please say something about the scripture real quick? You mind if I do that for the Lord real quick, G? Do you think, man? Do you All right, think? I need y'all to understand, man. What we say about preachers ain't got shit to do with the scripture. Genesis chapter seven, and the Lord God formed man from dust and ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. What is the human body made of? Almost 99% the mass of the human body is made up of six elements, oxygen, carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, calcium, phosphorus. What chemicals make up soil? Carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, nitrogen, and the macronutrients, phosphorus, sulfur, calcium, potassium, magnesium. Everything you need to make a human. So there is a reason why when the soul leaves the body, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, because without that breath of life, you ain't nothing but dirt. Only those who do not understand spirituality or science well enough separate the two. So let's make that clear. Don't ask me about the Big Bang, because I explained to you how that shit was God saying, let there be light, because sound ain't nothing but light moving at an extremely slow rate of speed. Hello. Faster than the speed of light. Hello. Never mind. But, uh, it's a reason you hear a sonic boom. Hello. But uh, you mean just traveling fast, create a sound? 
that means sound might not be the property we think it is just because we have a different organ specifically tailored to provide that information to the organ that actually experienced it because your ears don't actually experience a goddamn thing. Believe you weren't built if you want to. If you actually understood how the body worked, nigga, you'd know you was crafted because this shit don't randomly occur. <laughs> uh, we ain't got to read that pastor who was mad about not getting the watch, but we will dime this nigga out about his name. The story is he did a fundraiser to get him a watch and his congregation said, Nick, you don't get your dumb ass out of here. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> no! He did a fundraiser. Yeah, man, it wasn't even the building fund. He was trying to build their watch game up. And his last name, Thunderbird. I can't find his first name. Thunderbird. Nah. Oh, damn. No, he, he definitely not. Carlton. Oh, Carlton. Carlton Funderburk is the nigga who fucked up, man. But we're going to keep it cu- cu- cushion. We're going to keep it cushion. Pete, could you do me a favor? Yeah, man. What you want me to do for you, bro? Could you tell me something good? Do it? I can, man. Oh, I went, I've been going back and forth with this story. And I'm going to tell it, man. So I found this story. Tell it. And at first I was like, man, is it, can this be construed as something good? And it, it has to be because out of darkness comes like good, beautiful shit. So during the Holocaust, there was this man who risked his life and he would go into Nazi Germany and he was pulling out kids. And he was finding them homes like across Europe. So over the course of 50, I'm sorry, yeah. So over the course of like the Holocaust, he saved 669 children, bro. He saved 669 children and found them homes. The only reason we know about this shit, this is something he kept from his wife for over 50 years. He, he never told a fucking soul. He hid a book in the attic of their house that had every child and like where they name, where he took them, their age when he, when he took them. And he kept that secret from everybody in the fucking world, bro. Like, no, like the people who took in those kids didn't know that they were kids. Like they knew that they were Jewish. They didn't know that they were from like the Holocaust. So he kept this entire, like this secret for 50 years. His wife found the book in the attic gave the book to a journalist. So they went to this television, this TV um, broadcast and show, what have you, and they reached out to the kids who were now grown-ups and said, this is how you got to where you are. This is who did it. So they invited this man to the TV show. Like he, one of his, I think it was one of his favorite programs or something like that. They invited him. Like, it was like a, like a talk show, like a late-night show or something like that. And they invited him to it. He was just all happy and shit. And he was sitting there. And all of a sudden, everybody stood up around him and started looking at him. And he was kind of, what the fuck is going on? And they all just started clapping. And then it comes over the loudspeaker, like, why he was there. And he just burst into fucking tears. And just started, like, 
looking at all like the, the, the grown ups now around the fucking room, like they did with these kids, like because he, he like he couldn't go back and like check on them or anything like that because he would have gave him he would have gave everything away. But I saw that story and I was like, that's crazy, bro. Almost seven hundred lives that man saved, seven hundred families that got to be seven hundred lives. Lives that would change because they got to grow up in a family where they were loved and like all, almost all their parents perished in the Holocaust. If only half of them have one or two children, that becomes 2,100 people like that. <laughs> if only half of them have two children, 700 turn to 2,100 lives like that. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, this man risked his life for years, pulling kids out of the out of the Holocaust and finding them homes across Europe. Man. That shit was yeah, that was nuts, man. So I believe I I, I don't even remember his name. I apologize. I'll find his name, but that's something good, bro. Like for him to that's that is a we we give me some headlines. I believe you'll you'll get into that, but that is. That man put it on the line for to do something, to do something good. Like that was that was fire. So yeah, man, that's that's the good that that happened that I recently learned about. Most definitely, brother. Yeah, man, and that that really resonated with me, man. And it it, it puts a certain level of seriousness and credence that I need to wrap the show up with. And in a world where it seems all too often people are searching for ways to take away people's opportunities, we here at Give Me Some Headlines definitely believe that especially when it's a second chance or an opportunity, you'll find in life the residual effects (laughs) you wouldn't believe. But we echo here, give me some headlines that it is always better to give than it is to receive. Yeah!